Welcome to the Alive Podcast, a place for you to be a part of real life conversations that help you to let go of resistance, believe in your power, and feel less alone with all of the things that come with being human. I'm Michaela, a hypnotherapist and spiritual mentor. And I'm Lindsay, a manifestation coach here to simplify the science behind attracting the life you desire. We both believe that we become who we surround ourselves with, and we want to be here to inspire you to see all that you're capable of, feel seen without judgment, and discover what makes your soul come alive. We're so grateful to have you here with us. So when you're ready, sit back, relax, and get ready to open your heart, expand your mind, and see your life through a brand new perspective. Welcome back to the Alive Podcast with Michaela and Lindsay. Today's episode is all about the coaching industry and answering really common questions that we've been asked and things we've seen on social media that can raise some controversy in this industry of, is coaching a scam? Is it actually helpful? When do you want to seek out a coach versus a therapist? And what's the difference between the two? And we're also going to be sharing our experience working with coaches and therapists and mentors over the years and all of the things that we've learned about how to be discerning with who we work with, who we invest with, and really learning to listen to our intuition around that. So today is a really helpful episode for anybody who's wanting to seek out support or has considered it in the past, but doesn't really know where to start and doesn't really know what they're needing. Yeah. I remember the first time I hired a coach, it was like a really daunting experience, right? You're like going and looking at all these different people on social media and you're like, how do I know? Who do I choose? And the level of investment financially that it takes there's just a lot of stuff that comes up. I know like when you're looking and, and seeking support and I, you know, just from personal experience, I would say like when you're choosing to work with a coach, when you're choosing to work with somebody, for me, it was all about energy. I don't okay. know about you, but it's just, it's like you're learning to trust that when you feel, when you're, when you're connecting with someone, when you're on a discovery call with them or whatever, it's all about how you feel in your body after you get off a call with somebody. That's how, for me anyway, that's what led me to choose my first coach was just the feeling that I had in my body. It was like a full body. I don't care what I have to do. I just know that I need to make this happen. Yep, absolutely. And I think something that really drew me to the coaching industry in general was that I really resonated with people who I saw myself in, people who I saw myself in the future becoming and wanting to learn from people who were the embodiment of who I wanted to be rather than somebody who just read it in a textbook somewhere and was just regurgitating information. I really wanted somebody who was the embodiment of that. And I think that doctors, therapists, people who go to school can be the embodiment of what they're teaching, but so can coaches, people who maybe didn't get a degree in what they're wanting to share with the world, but have learned through personal experience and then also devote themselves to studying that and figuring out how to teach that. And I think that for me, seeing people who forged their own paths in life and did things in an unconventional way really lit something up inside of me, which is what led me to want to work with coaches and want to become a coach myself, because I always saw myself living a life that was a little bit more unconventional where I made my own rules and where I decided the standards that I was going to set for myself. So when I was looking for a mentor, I really wanted to 
work with somebody who was doing what I wanted to do, who was as healthy as I wanted to be, as happy as I wanted to be, and who was also making their own rules in life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I think the difficult part is that it's so easy to portray that you are all of those things on social media, Mm -hmm. but how to be able to tell if that person is truly walking the walk and talking the talk. Because there's a lot of bullshit on Instagram. (laughs) There's a lot of people pretending to be people that they're not. And I think, you know, I I love that to your point. Like you want to find somebody that's living the life that you want to live, that lifestyle. But, um, you know, how do you trust? How do you trust people? How do you trust that people are really portraying who they are? Like, what are those? What would you suggest for somebody that maybe feels like they see somebody that is living a life that they want? But how do you know that that person is really like real, given that everything is so fake now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, I think that's something that I just learned through experience was reaching out to coaches and having initial consultations with people and just really feeling into their energy. I think one of the biggest red flags for me was feeling really pressured to buy their coaching package or a product in a short amount of time and not being given time to sit with myself after meeting them and really decide, is this right for me? There were a few coaches that I met with in the beginning of my healing journey where they made it seem like if I didn't sign up with them right away, that I was going to miss out on a huge opportunity coaches who made me feel like I needed them in order to heal. And that to Mm. me is a huge red flag because you don't actually need somebody in order to heal, but it can help you immensely to feel held by somebody and supported on that journey. So anybody who ever makes you feel like you have to work with them in order to get to where you want to be, I would say to pause and really think about, do you want to be dependent on somebody or do you want somebody who's going to make you feel safe and supported and guided so that you can really recognize that you have those resources within you? Mm, that's the sign of a good coach someone that empowers you to realize that you already had all the answers. You just maybe were clouded or you couldn't see it, but a, a really good coach will always guide you back to your own truth. And I think if you have a coach that is promising you that they're going to change the, your life and they're the guru and they're this and they're that, they're really missing the mark because it has the coach is not the one that heals you. The coach is not the one that transforms you. The coach is the one that walks beside you as you do your own healing work and you do, you go down this path on your own, but you have that person in your back pocket. They should be there cheering you on and reinforcing, reinforcing things to you, but ultimately they're not the healer. So I would look out for anyone that promises that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, so what do you think a coach is responsible for in the container that you sign up for versus not responsible for? The coach is responsible for giving you a very clear path and a very clear, I would say, program um, with tools and exercises and things that you can do to get you to your goal, right? I'm going to give you this the, the equipment to be able to help facilitate the transformation for you, but your responsibility is to show up every day and take action with the information that you're given, Your responsibility is to apply the things that you're learning and to ask questions and to, you know, say how you're feeling, be honest with your coach, be truthful about what you're going through. Um, But don't expect your coach 
to be responsible for your actions. And I think a lot of people put all the power and the, the, you know, the ownership in the coach of, of creating the transformation, but we can't be there 24 seven with you. We can't be making the choices that you're making. We can't, you know, be the one that's, that's holding you. You have to be able to do that for yourself. And it, you know, the difficult part of this really is for the coach as well. I know like just speaking for, from personal experience, I get really invested in my clients and I really want to see them win. I really want to see them succeed. And it's difficult sometimes as a coach, when the client isn't taking the action or isn't doing the thing, and you're like literally laying it out for them and say, if you do this, this, and this, it's going to help you to uncover things about yourself. You're going to find the answers. You're going to get to the place where you're feeling better. But I also can't blame myself when someone is not in get not getting results from the work that they're not putting in. And it's hard sometimes to separate that because you want, you want to help them. You want them to, to do the thing because you know how deeply it's going to affect them. But yeah, you have to kind of separate the two. Right. I would say that if you are looking for somebody to save you, you are not ready to work with a coach. Mm -hmm. But if you are looking for a path to follow and you see someone who is teaching a path that resonates with you and you feel ready, like, I don't want to be a victim anymore. I want to take action. I want to learn these tools that I can implement every single day to get me to where I want to be. Then you're ready for a coach because a coach is literally just going to give you that roadmap and they're going to say, okay, given what I see that you're dealing with this week, try practicing this, this, and this, mm -hmm. and notice how that begins to shift you over time. It's not in one session, you learn everything you need to learn. And then you go back to your old way of being and expect change. It's like, I learn what I'm meant to be doing in the session. I get my questions answered. I get clarity on the beliefs that might've been holding me back. And then I practice new beliefs. I practice a new way of living and embodying who I want to be. And that is your choice every single day. A coach can help you with that. They can be your biggest support system. They can help to bring you back to that vision when you feel like you lose sight of that, but they cannot do it for you. And I think that's a really good question to ask yourself before you start seeking out support. Am I needing somebody to just hold space for me and just kind of be with me where I'm at? Am I, am I ready to shift out of my current story and out of my current circumstance and take action or, or do I just need to be in this for a little while to kind of figure things out and, and give myself the love and acceptance and, you know, healing energy that I've been needing in order to be able to move on to that next step. And that's a great way to figure out too, whether you need therapy or whether you need coaching. Cause mm -hmm. I think if you are in a space where you're just, you just need someone to listen and you just need someone to hear you then therapy can be a really great tool for that. And I always say that coaching doesn't supplement for therapy. And, you know, sometimes I have clients that are, are in both. They're doing therapy, but they're also doing coaching. And I think coaching is really more of like, hey, I'm going to outline some things that you need to move to and take action on. You need to start yeah. doing these things to get to your goal. Um, so yeah, I would say sometimes maybe both are necessary, but yeah, if you just want to have some space to to share your feelings, then therapy is probably the better option for you. If you're in that space. Yeah. And there are also coaches who are more trauma informed coaches or coaches who sp specifically work with that emotional processing. So I would say when you're in that initial call with the person you're considering working with, 
ask them, do you support people through processing trauma, processing their past, holding space, or are you more action oriented? That's a really good question to ask a coach. Um, and I think that the reason that the coaching industry has really blown up in the past few years is because there wasn't anything catered towards taking action and changing your life before. There have been so many people who have been in therapy for such a long time, talking about the same thing over and over again, reliving that same story, feeling kind of stuck in it. And coaching is that step that takes you to beyond that. What is, what do you want your new story to be? And sometimes you might have to be in that space of, talking through it enough where you're like, I don't want to be here anymore. I want to, I want to live something different than this. Mm -hmm. I think it's also important too. Like for me, I, I don't, I let my clients share what they're feeling, but I also try really hard not to hold them at their own limitations, mm -hmm. you know, and to really just feel like a little tough love. And sometimes with therapy, you know, in therapy, you don't really get that because there's so many parameters and I think rules around therapy as a whole, as a, um, as a business, whereas in coaching, you have more flexibility to be like, listen, you're, you're telling yourself a story that's really limiting yourself. Why are you doing that? You know, how is that helping you? And I think therapy sometimes is just going to, I'm going to listen to you and I'm going to, I'm going to have this opportunity for you to express what you need to express. But like, for me, it's like, I, I needed personally someone to be like, why are you doing that to yourself? You do mm -hmm. realize you're only holding yourself back mm -hmm. and not let me continue the pity party that I was having for myself. Like you, at some point, like, and I think that is what makes a really good coach too, is someone that can see you, but also pull you out of that and say, Hey, this is what you're doing. You know, why are you doing that to yourself? So that was really helpful for me to transition from therapy to coaching. I, I was at that space where I was ready to just kind of light a fire under my ass and move. <laughs> right. And everyone gets there at a different time in their lives. They know that there are some people who are just ready to move on from that really, really fast. And then there are some people who need a little bit more time being in that nurturing, loving container where they're validated in what they're feeling. Because if you haven't felt validated your entire life, if you felt like you've been manipulated or gaslit or just haven't had room to feel what you're feeling, having a coach tell you that you're telling a story and that it's time to snap out of it could be really triggering for you if you hadn't had that space. So I think it's really important to check in with yourself. What would feel most healing for me right now? And do I feel like I'm in a space where I kind of have that fire under my ass? I'm ready to just move out of this, change everything. Or do I feel like I'm needing a little bit more love? And it could be, a, like we said, a balance of the two. You might need a little bit of both, but don't expect a coach to be able to necessarily give you what you would receive from a therapist who is meant to just be there to hold space for you. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you get this question a lot, but anytime I tell people I'm a life coach, they're like, what's a life coach? Like, what is that? What does that actually <laughs> mean? And you know, who, someone listening, you may be thinking the same thing, like, what is a life coach? What does that actually mean? And I would say like life coaching is someone that helps you figure out what your ultimate goals are and what you want to experience on this planet while you're here and helps you to kind of unravel everything that stands in the way of you being able to experience that yeah. and how to actually set tangible goals for yourself that are realistic and teaching you how to develop the mindset to be able to get yourself there. That's really what I see is someone just helps you to clearly define what you want your life to look like and how to get there. Yeah.
And there's other different types of coaches. So there's life coaches, like you said, there's trauma coaches, relationship coaches. I mean, there's a variety of different coaches um, out there. It's just, you know, what what's most important to you? What's your overall goal? And I would say, and then sort of narrow it down from there. And what do you believe qualifies someone to call themselves a life coach? You know, I, so I don't, I mean, I've had certification, but I personally think that, you know, going to going through life and experiencing challenges and difficulties and being able to pull yourself out of that and navigate that path of, of obstacles and difficulty and struggle. And to be able to do that for yourself makes you equipped to be able to help somebody else do that as well. And I think that the, I think that people want to have certifications and accolades and all of that um, just so that they can feel confident in what they're doing. And I think that's great, but I don't think it's necessary in order for you to be able to help somebody. I think that if you have gotten yourself through any difficult situation, you can turn around and you can help support somebody navigate that experience as well. As long as you've gone through it and you have evidence that you can get yourself through it, I think you're equipped to be able to help somebody else do that. And I try to live my life as like, okay, I'm not going to go out there quite yet and talk about, you know, relationship coaching because I haven't quite mastered that myself. That's something that I still am working on. So I'm not going to go label myself as a relationship coach in, unless I feel that I have gotten a handle on that. And I feel really solid in that. And I can really support somebody in that area of their life. So that's just the kind of way, the way that I look at it is like, if I haven't mastered it yet, or if I don't feel like I've mastered it for myself yet, I don't feel like I'm going to put myself out there to try to help somebody else do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about integrity. It's all about, you know, do I feel like I've reached a certain level of healing in this or understanding of this concept to be able to help somebody who was maybe where I was at three years ago. And you know, intuitively when you're teaching from that place of integrity versus when you just read something in a book somewhere, or you saw another coach speaking about something and you're kind of regurgitating information that you've learned, but haven't embodied. Um, I don't think by any means that a coach has to be 100% mastered in everything that they're teaching, but there is a level that you get to where you're like, okay, I think I could really help people because I was at step one two years ago. And mm-hmm. I see all of the steps that I took to get to where I am now. And where I am now is I feel much better. I feel so much more relieved in this area and wanting to teach that when it's still fresh in your mind from, from I just experienced this two years ago, is actually a really powerful place to teach from because you can speak to that experience so much more clearly than someone who let's say is 10 or 20 steps ahead in their healing journey. So as a coach, I think the most important thing to do is check in with yourself and make sure that you're teaching from integrity and not just regurgitated information, because I think that is what gives the coaching industry a little bit of a bad rap sometimes is that anybody can call themselves a life coach. Anybody can say that they're healed and say, oh, I'm doing all of this, but are you really embodied in what you're teaching? And the truth is that I know life coaching gets that reputation because anybody can call themselves that, but anybody can go through school and become a doctor and learn all of these things about how to help somebody heal, but they might not necessarily be embodied in what they're teaching or really in integrity and what they're putting out there. But we just tend to trust people who have those degrees more than somebody who Mm -hmm. let's say calls themselves a life coach. So I think in any type of 
healing work or anyone you're going to hire, you really want to listen to your intuition, regardless of if they have the word doctor in front of their name, or if they're a licensed therapist, or if they're calling themselves a coach of any kind, you really want to seek out somebody who you feel is embodying what they're teaching. And you can feel that in your body. And that we can talk about that a little bit about listening to your intuition around who you're meant to be working with and feeling into their energy of, is this person living what I want to be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you were saying that, I, I was thinking the intention, you know, the intention that someone has going into being a coach. There are some people who their primary intention is just because they want to have a life that's really free and they want to make a lot of money. And this just seems like a, you know, an easy way for them to do that versus someone that has gone through the trenches in their life and has literally put in the time and the effort and invested in their, their own selves to get themselves to a place where they feel solid and be able to support somebody and, and desire to do that from a place of, like you said, integrity and passion. And like, for me, that was always my drive was like, I don't want anybody else to have to experience what I experienced for so long. And now I know that there's a way out and know that there's tools to get somebody out of that headspace. And that, that was what really drove me to want to do that was that I knew that I, I was in a really dark place. And had I known what I know now back then, things would have been much different. And so I want to save somebody. I want to collapse time for them. So they don't have to go through years and years and years of research and study and reading and all these things. I have all that right here and I can give that to you and you don't have to spend the next six, seven years trying to learn all this stuff, you know? And so just figuring out what the intention is. And again, going back to feeling that, I think you can sort of feel that when you get on a call with someone who's pressuring you to spend a lot of money, like, oh, I need you to sign up for this today. Otherwise the price is going to go three. Like why? That doesn't feel like your intention is really solid and wanting to help me and support me. It feels like you're just trying to make a quick buck yeah. and you're trying to make money. You're just trying to add a number to your, to your group or whatever. Um, and so uh, like really feeling, does this person, do I feel that they're equally as committed to my growth? Do I feel that they're fully invested in hearing me and wanting to understand me and wanting to understand my goals? Do I, do I feel support? Do I feel like they're going the extra mile? I think that's what really makes a good coach is someone that goes that extra mile for you to make you feel loved and supported and valued. Um, not just another number on their list of people that they have, you know? Yeah. Do you feel safe with them when you're talking to them? Do you feel like, I think I could open up to this person and I wouldn't be judged. And so I think something that I did when I was, you know, seeking a new coach was I would slowly start to open up about things that maybe weren't super vulnerable and just kind of see how the coach responded to that. Did I feel heard in that? Did I feel understood in that? Uh, And how did it feel in my body? Did I feel like I released something or that I was being held in something or did I feel maybe a little bit ignored or bypassed and shame? Yeah. Yeah. And what I was saying, and you can also feel that too. I mean, I wouldn't go directly off of social media because I've worked with coaches who were very different on social media versus the way that they were on our coaching calls. But I would suggest really looking at the person that you're wanting to work with, looking at their social media presence and 
listening to the way that they teach, listening to the way that they express themselves and really tuning into your bodily sensations because your intuition speaks to you through your body. And so you might feel expansive when you hear something, you're like, oh my God, I love the way that they phrase that the way that they teach makes so much sense to me. Or you might feel like that didn't, that left me feeling like I was wanting more. And that is a sign of Maybe they have more to teach you. Maybe you get on a call and you figure that out, or maybe they're not fully embodied in it. And Mm -hmm. they are, again, regurgitating information. I see so much of that out there. And so I would say to look for someone who's really unique in the way that they express what they're sharing. Yeah, such a great point too. And, you know, you get on a call with them, I would say like, ask them what they've accomplished. What are their, you know, what are the things that they've gone through? How did they get themselves from point A to point B? Like, what are the things that they're most proud of? I would go into it like a job interview, you know, yeah. like ask the questions, like those deep questions so that you can understand who they are at the core. And you'll be able to tell if somebody's being genuine with you or not, or if somebody's just like, like bullshitting you. So ask, ask those questions and, and listen, listen to how they respond. And then again, like you said, feel into that. How does that feel? Does it feel truthful to you? Does it feel expensive? Does it light you up? You know, if not, just keep going on interviews, keep checking and feeling if, you know, maybe you have a better fit with somebody else. And if somebody tries to pressure you into something, I, yeah, I would just kind of steer clear of that because why? And notice when, at least for me, there was this tendency when I first was seeking out support to like, look at their credentials and just believe, okay, this person's certified in this, this person has this degree and I think that we can get kind of blinded by that and not really see the person that we're talking to or the person that we're working with. So I would say to ask more questions that are related to the outcome that you want to receive, the outcome that you want to have, and really figure out how they would support you through that and what their vision is for that and see if that resonates with you rather than relying on what are you certified in and Mm -hmm. believing that just because they have that certification that they're equipped to help you or that they're the right fit to help you because you can be certified in something and not necessarily be the perfect fit for you just because they have that certification. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, I, every, everybody is different. Everybody has different needs. Everybody has different goals and desires. And, you know, I think that there could be many, it's just like soulmates. There can be many people out there that are the right fit for you. Um, you just have to trust yourself. And I, for me, I was asking for, for guidance. I remember when I was wanting to hire a coach, I was like, okay, just make it really clear, make it really obvious. Like if this is the person, like, just, just give me a sign, give me a message. And this person just kept popping up, kept popping up on my social media. And I kept seeing it. And I was like, okay, I, I, I need to, I just need to do this. I need to figure out a way to do this. And I think that a big thing that also comes up for people around that is the financial investment in yourself mm. and spending the money. But I will tell you the, the more the investment I have found, the greater people are invested in their own transformation. It's like, if you're paying $22 for something, how many times have you paid for something that was like on the cheap and you literally never looked at it? You never even thought it about it again, because you're not the level of investment isn't there financially. So the level of your emotional and energetic investment in that thing isn't there. So when you spend a lot of money with someone and you invest a lot in yourself, chances are you're going to show up for yourself a lot more. Right. And when you take that leap and 
I mean, I think working with you, Lindsay, was one of the first times I took a leap like that. And it felt a little bit scary at first, but on another level, it just felt right. It felt like I needed to make an investment like that in order to hold myself accountable and to really feel like I was worth it. And this isn't to say like, I've had coaches tell me, oh, you can just take out a credit card. You can just take out some type of loan. And those that never felt right for me. But if it stretches you a little bit out of your comfort zone and underlying that it feels right, then the investment is actually really worth your while because you're going to show up for that part of the work that actually gives you the transformation. Like we were saying, if you're investing, I used to charge $75 an hour when I first started coaching and I could see that people would just come to the session. And then after the session would kind of do the same thing that they were doing before. And it wasn't worth their time. They were actually losing out more than if I would have charged a little bit more and they would have felt like, okay, I'm, investing a lot in this. So I'm going to give it my all. And then they wouldn't have had to keep investing week after week after week. It's like a period of time where you're really devoted to this work. And then you receive the transformation because you made that commitment and a financial commitment is a really great way to help yourself stick to that. Mm -hmm. And then like time wise too, it's like how much time do you think that you really need with a coach to get a transformation? Like, is it six months? Is it a year? Is it like, how long does, like, how long do you want to work with a coach? Like, what's the minimum that you think somebody who needs to work with a coach to get results? I think it's really dependent on what else you've done, what else you're doing for yourself. Mm -hmm. What, if you are starting from point A and point A is I want to change this long list of things in my life. And I haven't really done any healing work or work with questioning my beliefs. And you're just really starting from a blank slate with it. I do think that the process takes a long time and a long commitment of maybe beginning at six months and seeing how that goes is a really good place to start. But typically, and I know you've experienced this, my clients will continue after these Mm -hmm. like three month or six month containers and keep going. But it's not because they're dependent on me. It's because they've maybe worked through three of the things that they wanted to work through. And then they have more desires that come up and more things that they want to work on. And you're moving up to different levels. So I don't think there's any like certain amount of time that's like perfect to work with a coach. But I do think that if you're starting from a blank slate of having never worked with a coach before, having never done healing work, that six months minimum to get started it's a good place to start. Totally agree. Yeah. It's like, you know, I think that ideally I would love to have somebody in my back pocket all the time as like Mm -hmm. a mentor, just because life, you know, life, life happens and there's nothing wrong with that. I've even coaches have coaches. You look at Tom Brady, you know, (laughs) the masters have coaches because we need someone there to sometimes remind us of, of who we are and to help us see the blind spots that we can't see. And you're going to continue to experience life and face challenges and have things come up. And, you know, it's, it's just always good to know that you have someone there to support you in that. So I agree with you. I think like six months, if you need to do deep inner work and you've never done this before six months for sure. But, you know, I would say even working with someone for a year um, can be really, really supportive for someone. Like if you're just starting a business or you just got out of a, a really traumatic relationship, or you've had these like really huge life events, 
to have someone hold you for a year is like life-changing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and you can start in those increments if you're trying to figure out, I think this is the thing as to why a lot of coaches offer smaller containers. You want to find out if it's the right fit for you. You don't want to sometimes sign on with someone you've never worked with before for a full year without really getting a feel for them. Um, and so you just want to make sure that if you're going to commit to a container of that length, that this is the person that is meant to be walking you down that path. And it might take a little bit of time for you to realize that. Yeah. Check out their freebies, check out their workshops, you know, invest in their maybe lower price point options first, before you dive into the the one-on-one coaching or their larger containers, just, yeah, just to feel it out, just to make sure the energy resonates and that their work, you know, if you're getting a, a freebie and you're getting a micro transformation from something they're offering for free, that's typically a sign that they're going to add value. They're going to give you a lot of value um, and just feel the energy out doing that and see, see how it feels. Yeah. And something I wanted to share too about um, what can really change when you start to work with someone. I was realizing these subtle shifts in my life that happened over the past few months. I haven't really been working with a mentor. I haven't had a regular space to go to, to open up and talk about the things in my life. And I've, I have like friendships and more casual relationships for that right now. But I was realizing that over the past few months, a lot of old coping mechanisms and habits that I used to fall into and struggles that I used to have started to come back up to the surface in this really, really subtle way. And I was like, why am I doing this again? Like, I thought I had worked through this. I thought I had cleared this, but having a space that's completely dedicated to you and to kind of working through whatever beliefs are coming up for you on a weekly basis and emotions that are showing up for you. At least for me, that is one of the best ways to continue moving forward on your healing journey, because it's almost like a checkpoint you have every week. Am I in alignment? Are the beliefs that I'm practicing right now serving me? Or is there anything that's kind of like slipped through the cracks that I need somebody to help me notice again? And so I was just realizing that at least for me, I really do receive so much benefit from having somebody that I can go to at least like every other week to do a little bit of a check-in because otherwise these old numbing habits and coping mechanisms will like slip back in. And I won't Mm. even realize that it's related until I look at exactly when that happened. Yeah. You can't see what you don't see. It's Mm -hmm. that's, I mean, that is the beautiful thing about a mentor. It's like, sometimes even for me, I I have a, a mentor that I go to when things come up for me and what's really helpful is I'll be like, Oh, I'm feeling this way, or I'm having this thing come up. And she'll be like, Oh, it's collective. Like (laughs) this this is it. You feel off, but it's also, there's a lot of collective energy going on here. And sometimes it's like, we think it's just us and there's something wrong with us when there's really a whole lot more going on that maybe someone that is more tapped in or someone that has more experience being able to sense energy or whatever it is that you can have that validation that you're not alone in it. You're not the only one that's experiencing it and going through it. And sometimes that's just really healing in and of itself. Yeah. You stop blaming yourself. You're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, a little bit of a combo too. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, this must be collective. I couldn't possibly be doing anything wrong. Right. But no, it, it seriously does help. I mean, whenever Lindsay hears that from her mentor and then she shares it with me, I'm like, 
okay, I wasn't yeah. crazy this entire week. Like something. Yeah, like they're solar flares. Great. They're, that's exactly what's <laughs> happening. The, the Schumann resonance is spiking. We're having huge energetic shifts and it's normal that you're feeling this way. And you're like, oh, thank God, because I was starting to make a whole story up about this, about, you know, how I'm going down a negative path. And it's just so good to have somebody that's like by your side and that is supportive of you through that experience. And you know, if you can't afford a one-on-one -on -one coaching experience, group coaching is also really, really, really powerful. Mm -hmm. And it's a way to kind of get it at maybe a lower price point, but to also feel that you're in a container that's really supportive. Yes. And you, know, you know, you and I have talked about this and we're, Michaela and I are on a path to creating something that's going to be really supportive for our community because we see the power in this. And we, we both have had massive transformations um, doing our own individual uh, personal development. And we just really wanted to create a space for people to have all the tools and things that they need if they can't afford to work with a coach one-on-one. -on -one. Everybody deserves to have the tools to be able to transform their lives. Um, and so we have both kind of gotten on board with creating this beautiful experience for you guys. It's going to be birthing soon. Um, but yeah, I, th I just think like if you don't have the option to work one-on-one, -on -one, try group coaching, see how that feels too. I've met some amazing people in group coaching experiences as well. Yeah. And then you have the opportunity to meet people who are likely going through something very similar to you and maybe they aren't your coach, but they'll be your peer throughout it. And you can start to maybe text them and talk to them about what's going on and feel a little bit less alone. And yeah, just having a community of people who are all striving to heal and change their beliefs, I know is just so supportive because if you're only surrounding yourself with, the, with people who are kind of trapped in their stories and living a life that you don't really want to be living, but those are the only people that you talk to about your problems, you're going to stay there. So you want to surround yourself with people who are on this journey of wanting something more if you want something more. Yeah. So just remember that there are so many resources out there and I think it might be good to just kind of hear a little bit about Lindsay, like what, what you do as a coach and who your ideal client is. So for anyone who's wanting to either work with you or work with me, we can just kind of share who we best support. And we're also here. If you guys have questions about, you know, you're seeking support with a certain issue and is, do we have any recommendations for how to start looking for help with that? Yeah. I, you know, I see myself as an activator for people. I really do. I am telling you this before the, the call. I like, I've seen myself ever since I was a little girl as someone that loves to see other people happy. Like I love to see people excited about life and passionate about life and positive about their futures. And I love to show them the greater vision. I love to show them like the, the possibilities that are endless. And I love to empower them to know that anything is possible and to help them like see that and to get to that vision that excites me. So my ideal client would be someone that's already kind of done some of the healing work. that's gotten them to a place where they're like, you know what? I feel really good. I feel really whole. Now I just need, I need some steps to help me to get to that end vision, that big goal that I have for myself um, and to help people build their self-esteem and their confidence to be able to get there. Um, but yeah, I, I really love helping people see a clear vision for their life and give them tangible action steps to be able to make that happen for themselves and just to lift them up. Like I've, I want, when you're in my energy and you're on a call with me, you're going to leave feeling really, really empowered. You're going to leave feeling like you can do fucking anything and that you can create anything that you want. 
And that's, I think that's really why I'm on this planet is just to activate the potential within people. You totally are. I, Lindsay is like always just such a big cheerleader in my life. And just, I, I felt like I would get on the call with her, not really knowing who I really was or just like downplaying who I was and not seeing myself. And then I would always leave the call remembering who the F I was like feeling that fire because it's contagious what she mm-hmm. shares and the energy that she's holding. And so she's just like your number one hype woman. And she also has so many amazing tools to help you not only feel that fire, but know what to do with it. Thank you. Yeah. yeah I just, I, <laughs> I, I want people to feel happy and excited about life and expansive and, you know, but I know that in order for you to get there, you have to do the first piece of the puzzle, which I think you are just so beautiful <laughs> at doing like Michaela just holds this space that is just comforting and it's motherly and it's supportive and it's nurturing. And you just have this beautiful energy about you that makes people feel safe and seen and heard and the tools that you have in your pocket to help people really integrate themselves and to feel whole. I think you, you're just an earth angel. I really do see you as that. And I think that you help people really get to a place of feeling whole within themselves, which is, is beautiful. But what do you feel that you're really good at? Yeah. I mean, just what you were saying, I really feel like I'm meant to be here to help people access their motherly love inside of themselves. I just feel like I have so much love inside of me and I am really here to make people feel safe and what they're experiencing. And I wouldn't say that I'm similar to a therapist where we're going to sit there and talk about everything. And I'm not a trauma informed coach, but what I am is somebody who can really see you in your essence and love you through whatever it is that you feel ashamed about or whatever it is that you feel is wrong with you to help you access that within yourself and to connect to this motherly love, this higher self energy that we all have and bring that to your inner child. And the way that I do that is through subconscious work and through hypnotherapy. I kind of created my own approach to hypnotherapy based off of my own healing journey and what I've needed, where if you have certain memories that created these core beliefs within you that you're not good enough or you're not safe or money doesn't come easily to you or you have negative body image memories stored within you, we'll kind of go to that place and visit your inner child and see what they're needing and provide them with that safety and that love to know that they're accepted and know that there's nothing wrong with them and kind of help you to feel whole again. And then from that space, walk them through your vision for your life of where you want to be and slowly start to imprint those subconscious beliefs into your mind so that you no longer see the world through this lens of fear and self-doubt and of not being whole and not being good enough, but come to a place within yourself where you have fully integrated your inner child into who you are. You're walking with them hand in hand and choosing what you want to create together from a place of feeling safe again, of feeling whole again, and of building your vision from what your inner child always wanted the world to be like. And you as this loving adult showing them that it's possible. And from that place of having those beliefs rewired around 
your body image or money or safety or confidence, whatever it is, that's when, you know, moving into some of the work that Lindsay does with, with these powerful practices for manifestation, it's like, that's when that work starts to become fun and easier again. And it's not coming from this place of lack or not feeling like you have enough, not feeling safe enough. It's coming from a place of, okay, I'm whole. I feel whole right now. I feel ready to create my life from this empowered place. Mm, Yeah. I was just getting this vision of like building a home, right? You want to make sure the foundation of the house that you're building upon is solid. Otherwise you're going to build and it's going to crumble. So instead of, and and this is a beautiful aspect of coaching is that there's going to be coaches for every part of your journey. You know, you might be at the beginning stages of your journey and you need to work through and do some healing stuff. And someone like Michaela would be amazing for you at that point in your, your process, And then you evolve and you get to a state where you do feel whole and you do feel complete. The foundation for the home that you're building is really grounded and solid. And now whatever it is that you create upon that, it's going to last. It's going to be sustainable. It's going to be something that you can keep and and will have long-term because you've done, you've laid that solid foundation for yourself doing that type of work. Yeah. And I think the other piece that I feel really passionate about teaching are daily rituals that help you to bring you back to that space because we all need a little bit of a reminder of who we are and a check-in with how we're feeling. And I think daily rituals are a really powerful way to bring yourself back to that place of what am I feeling today? Is there any part of me that's needing some love or some extra nurturing? And you know, a brief example of this is something that I do around body image in the morning. I I sometimes wake up feeling really stressed about, you know, how I look or just certain things that I want to do differently to take care of myself and bringing myself back into this ritual of how can I see this differently? How can I observe that this is the 12-year-old part of me that is just wanting to be accepted and loved and give that to her? And then together we can take action that will get us both what we want to feel free to really take good care of ourselves, but not do it in a way that was self-sabotaging the way that I did before. So the hypnotherapy can help you to show up for those rituals and can help you to build more awareness on self-sabotaging patterns and really reprogram your mind to be able to actually show up for yourself in the way that you want to show up. Mm, The hypnosis is so powerful. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love hypnotherapy. It's It's like such a cool tool. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a really, really powerful tool. If you haven't experienced one of Michaela's hypnotherapy sessions, please go do it for yourself. (laughs) It's really, really, really powerful. And just your voice is very soothing. So it's easy to get into that hypnotic state. And, you know, some people, their voice is very like, I don't know, it's a little more aggressive. So it's harder to get in that state, but you just have like a really, really beautiful tone (laughs) to your voice and it's hypnotic in and of itself. So yeah, that's a, it's a powerful tool. And I think that coupled with like different NLP techniques that I like to use, um, deep imagery, visualization, all of that really powerful tools that you have in your back pocket that will just drastically change your life. Yeah. I mean, there are so many amazing tools that Lindsay showed me around NLP where I just started to see my life completely differently. I know we talked a little bit about this one technique that it's called timeline healing, I think, right? Timeline. Time, yeah. Timeline therapy. It's so cool. I think you should share it briefly because this is like one of the coolest things Lindsay taught me and something that I know changed your life completely. 
Oh my God. I, I mean, I still do it. So it's <laughs> the concept basically that there is no past and there is no future, that everything is simultaneous. However, there is an aspect of yourself when you've experienced some sort of trauma in your life that essentially is stuck there energetically. It's still having that traumatic experience because it was never able to be resolved within your psyche. It's still kind of there. So it's energetically under the surface where in NLP, what we do is we take you back down that timeline into that moment of that memory at the time that you experience that and give yourself the opportunity to fully feel what you needed to feel and, and release whatever you needed to release learn whatever lesson you need to learn, take in the information from that experience. And then what we do is we heal that part of yourself by giving you what you needed in that moment and allowing that, that energetic, emotional experience to kind of be resolved. And then once you do that, you go back prior to that event before it even occurred and you rewire, you reframe that memory. You create an entirely new memory within your psyche the way that you wanted that experience to go, which usually using visualization, you can then tap into the feeling of what that would have been like if that was actually the memory. And because the subconscious mind doesn't know whether you're imagining something or it's actually real, it's as if you have plugged in a new memory with a new emotional charge, which means you're no longer living from that past event because you've cleared it, you've cleansed it, and you've recreated a new memory that's actually more constructive and that's more aligned with the person that you want to be in the way that you want to feel. And it's unbelievable how quickly this transforms your entire energetic state of being and the way that you feel and the triggers you experience. It's, it was life altering for me. It's so cool. And it's, it's really so incredibly effective. Um, and one thing that I just want to share is that if you're listening to all of these tools and techniques and you're like, I need it all, um, we are, that's what we want to do. We want to create a space where this is all really accessible for you. So we're going to be launching that very soon. And if you want to be one of the first to hear about it, we're going to leave a place in the show notes where you can enter your email address. And the first few people to sign up are going to get a massive discount on the community that we're creating and you will just have access to all of the tools that we've used with ourselves and with our clients that are so transformational. Yeah. And this is something that we both could have really benefited from like years ago. And so we want to create this for you because we know how powerful this would have been if we had this in the beginning of our journey, because there is so much information out there. There's so many resources and it gets overwhelming to the point of paralysis. Yep. And most people are like, I don't even know where to start. Like, wh what is the healing journey? What is inner child work? What is all this stuff? What do I do first? And they don't know where to start. And so we're going to just really streamline this process for you. We're going to make it really, really clear. And we're going to give you everything that you need to feel supported at whatever stage of the journey that you're at. And to also create a space where you feel supported by other like-minded people that are on the same journey, doing the same thing that can be supportive of you. And we just see this being really, really, really amazing. So, oh, excited for this. And yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening, for all of your support, like your supportive comments and messages light us up and just really we literally dance. Yeah. <laughs> you make our day. Like we get so excited to hear from you guys. Cause that's really our intention is like, we just, we really want to, you know, help you and, and give you a space where you feel seen and all the things. And so just to get your feedback is really, really valuable to us. So thank you. Mm -hmm. Thanks so much for listening. And don't forget to leave your email in the link in the show notes. If you want to be the first to gain access to what we're creating, it's going to be so magic. 
going to be awesome. Thank you guys for listening and stay tuned for our next episode.